lock the doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. Sing it up. Let it rip. Thank God it's TGIF. <laughs> Thank you, Minnie. Yeah, you made it to Friday. Welcome in to the Friday edition of the show in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. TGIF. Lots of ways for you to be a part of the show, and I hope you will be. If you're on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch on the live stream, waving back at you, just type in your comment, hit it right there, and I can see it all in one place. We'll get to it in just a bit. Also, get your texts in here on the Country Please and text line 885-ESPN, 601-885-ESPN. That's the number to text. If you need the number itself, it's 885-3776, the number to text right there. And uh, call me today. Love to hear your voice on this Friday. We'll just get into whatever you want to get into. Kind of a free-for-all Friday. 995-1059. So, yeah, give me a call. 601-995-1059. Sven over in Germany says, Hail State, everyone. And guess what? Outside of championship years, Auburn is always a mess. He then said, uh, oh, yeah, thanks for the cool interviews, Matt. Really enjoyed it. Well, it's my pleasure, Sven. Glad you enjoyed those. Will says on YouTube, Auburn is a basketball school now. Why on earth are they talking about Auburn? I'm about to tell you why. Uh, They're in the news. Auburn seems to have a little bit of a mess on its hands right now. Well, look, we can admit this. They may have, from time to time, at Auburn a mess going on, but they have one heck of a basketball team. Okay, we know that. And they got a great band, one of the more underrated bands, the fight song you just heard, which is War Eagle. War Eagle, Fly Down the Field. The Auburn version of Tiger Rags, the best one. I've told you that over and over again. It's peppy. They waste no time. They get right to it. You know, it's like, it's not slow. It doesn't drag on. Here we go. Hold that tight. All right, so that's the Auburn band, Tiger Rack. I'm going to work this story backwards with you. Let me give you a quote. Auburn President Jay Googe to the media today. I just want you to know we're involved in trying to separate fact from fiction. We'll have a, we'll keep you posted when we make an appropriate decision. I mean, what decision is there possibly that you could be making um, on February the fourth regarding your your football program and your football coach? Um, more importantly, okay. So let me. Uh, <laughs> Let me get into it. Right off the top of the show, Nick on the country pleasing text line says, Slice bread said Lane to Auburn. <laughs> hey, Nick, dad, go. That's going to be the new thing, isn't it? The new thing is going to be Slice bread said this and Slice bread said that and Slice bread memes and Slice bread jokes. 
Thanks a lot, Jimbo. Now we get to deal with that for the next six months. Slice bread everything. <laughs> What's sliced bread say? Mullen to Auburn? There are rumors of inappropriate behavior. I, you know, and I'll be honest with you, okay, it's in regards to Brian Harson, the first year head coach at Auburn. But they got bigger, they've had a lot of problems. And then you can't help but wonder, okay, that things start looking bad. Things start looking rough. Signing day doesn't go well. Everybody's transferring out. You've got former players saying stuff about you on social media. It, and then is that where then the rumors come from of some sort of inappropriate relationship? Because now you're getting geared up to get rid of him. And if you can, you know, drum up an inappropriate relationship, you can do it with calls, you know, all that stuff. You can't help but wonder that, right? See, look, and I'm just going to read it, okay? We don't know fact from fiction one bit, and, and I am... What I'm not going to do is sit here and get on this show and take an internet rumor from Slice Bread or anybody else and just run to town with it. Okay, but White Denzel's text says Brian Harson either had an inappropriate relationship or Booster started a rumor just to get rid of him now instead of 10 months from now. And honestly, I'd believe either at this point. Let me give you the quotes. All right, here they are. Here they are. And hey to you, Junior, on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. People are saying, where's Mike? Where's Mike on YouTube? Yeah, he'll show up. David gave us a hail state on Facebook. Glad y'all are tuning in. Uh, the Chewmeister said, Jimbo ruined bread. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me give you the latest quotes and updates, okay? There was a... You know, an Auburn, what do you call it? Like board of directors or what do you want to call it? You know, with the university, they all have different names, but kind of like a board of directors type of Auburn meeting today in Montgomery. Lots of stuff on social media over the last 24 hours, but but not just social media, some, some actual beat writer, writers, media people who cover Auburn started to put some stuff out there overnight that, hey, things are getting shaky. You know, his future, something has happened to bring Brian Harson's future as the Auburn coach into question. Okay, and then they had this meeting today. And in the meantime, some of these players who've transferred out of Auburn, which there are a bunch of them, have, some of them have gone on to social media, like Instagram, and put stuff on there about the way he treated players, and that's why they left, and and then there's been a few other players this morning that have gone to social media in, in sort of in defense of Brian Harson. It's just a mess. It, it's what it looks like. And again, you go back to how everything, it's a different time and a different uh, speed at which things bubbled up on, say, like Dan Mullen at Florida. But do you remember what we talked about when all that was going on last year? Is it kept, just things kept bubbling up and, in working, it was all negative surrounding Florida and Dan Mullen and, and this thing and then shutting out the, the players from having any interaction with media and then not having press conferences at all. And, then, and, and you remember what we said is when have you ever seen a program at that level get to that point and actually turn all that around and bring it back the other way? 
when have they been able to get that train that was going downhill at 90 miles an hour and actually get it turned around going back uphill? It doesn't happen. And I'll be honest with you, it's kind of the way it feels with Auburn. Maybe, maybe there's nothing to any of this, but we are to a point where here on this Friday, right now, we have the president of Auburn, Jay Goose, giving statements to the media. I'm talking about to ESPN and everybody of they are uncertain. They are looking into try to figure out fact from fiction and make a decision on something. When has that ever turned around and worked out? <laughs> I'm coming to your messages, but let me give you some of the details that you can find. You had uh, stories like this this morning from the Auburn Opelika News. Former Auburn football player Lee Hunter Brian Harson has a terrible mindset as a person. This is a guy who transferred out to go to UCF and play for his former coach. And then other play. Okay, so this is the kind of stuff that's happening on social media. Players coming out, oh, he's got a terrible mindset as a person. A response from Brian Harson, Auburn Obelike News, they get a hold of him. And he doesn't. Brian Harson has gone and done an interview on vacation with ESPN, gives him a statement like this says, None of that is who I am. Quote, Auburn's Brian Harson fires back at criticism. This is all going on this morning, and then the president is meeting with all these Auburn influencers and, you know, the, the movers and shakers and supporters and alumni and donors having some big meeting in Montgomery, and he's coming out of it telling me, oh, we're trying to figure stuff out. Y'all, y'all hang with us. We'll have a decision. A, a, a decision? What is going on? Rumors all over the Internet of stuff that you can't, it's it's I don't feel comfortable just throwing it out there on my behalf. Others may, I'm not gonna do it. But all kinds of rumors surfacing that are off the field stuff. Okay. And then stuff like this. Uh Pete Thamel, who now Pete Thamel, he was with I guess Sports Illustrated, now he writes full time, covers college football for ESPN. Auburn President Jay Goose on Harson quote, there have been a lot of rumors and speculation about our football program. I just want you to know we're trying to separate fact from fiction. We'll keep you posted and make the appropriate decision at the right time. Former, here, here's Jordan Hill who writes for the Auburn Opelika News. Isn't that right? Let me make sure that's correct. I used to be. Now he's with AU Blog. He's the AU Blog beat writer. Yeah, okay, that's a part of Auburn Opelika. All right. Which is, that's the big newspaper news service there. Former Auburn wide receiver Kobe Hudson on Brian Harson. We ain't saying he's a bad man. We're just saying what he can improve on. Now that's coming from a player who has tr- decided to transfer. So, to give you also some context, and I'll come to some of your comments. I mean, again, it's not like we're having this at the end of the season. Yeah, and they lost a bunch of games at the end of the year. Auburn has, going back to the beginning of last season, which was, what, Brian Harson's first year at Auburn. Going back to the beginning of last season, Auburn has had 20 players transfer out. 20 guys that have, have left Auburn have transferred out of there. Now some of them are starting to chirp 
on social media about the way he was treating people, supposedly. Like, apparently it's much different than the previous staff in Augusta Malzahn. A bunch of these former Auburn players are actually transferring to Central Florida. Some of them are. Not all. Now, in fairness, we've seen a lot of coaching turnovers. One guy goes out, another one comes in, and what happens? Attrition. Players leave. You aren't who I signed with. You got a totally different way of coaching. I don't like it. We've seen it happen. Maybe not 20 guys over the course of three or four months, but we've seen it happen. All right. Mississippi State went, look, go back and let's count them up. When Mike Leach came, of course, it was, you know, boom, COVID hit. But when he came, they had eight or nine guys leave, right? And it was over the course of what? Three or four months. But they didn't have a spring. A lot of that stuff would go on in the spring. So they've had 20 players going back to the beginning of last season, 20 different guys who've transferred away from Auburn and five who've transferred in. And they just had a signing day where they didn't sign anybody or something like that. I mean, it's kind of... Anyway, to say that there is unrest right now at Auburn, in Auburn, and among Auburn fans would be an understatement to say that there's unrest. And we're talking about, again, it's February the 4th. It's like in between. Signing day's over, we hadn't started spring, and something's going on. And just like White Denzel said earlier on the text, you have all this other negative stuff. They lose five or six games in a row, players transferring out, everybody else is signing better classes than you and that, that you plan to compete with in the West. You know, former players chirping about you now on social media, all this kind of stuff, and you, and now you hear rumors of off the field inappropriate stuff, and you can't help but wonder, okay, is that what that stuff starts getting out there when they're getting ready to send them packing? You know, they don't want to pay a buyout. I mean, honestly, you can't help but wonder that stuff. I don't know if any of that's true or not. It's none of my business, actually. But it looks like a mess. What was it? I couldn't help but think about it. It reminded me of. Uh, <laughs> That movie, The Candidate, remember that? With uh, Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. And Zach Galifianakis played the character of Marty Huggins, the little rube who's going to run for office. Remember that? And he kept telling everybody, bring your brooms because it's a mess. He's a mess. And bring your brooms because it's a mess. I'm bringing my broom because you know why? And he didn't stop there. He had other stuff, too. Bring your vacuums. Get out your vacuums, your dust mops, your glass plus, your bleaches, your brasso. Wade air freshers. Things are a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> right? <laughs> Things are a mess. It's a mess. Get your vacuums and your glass plus. All right. All right. Here we go. Over to the text line, country please, and text line, country please, and sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. And I get mine at Walmart, and uh, can't wait to head back down to Country Meat Packers Highway 49, Florence. Uh, Teddy texted me early. He said the sliced bread thing is uh, the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Boomer Sooner texted the show. He said, hey, Matt, uh, what is sliced bread reporting on the Auburn situation? I don't know. We, we got to get over to Bro Bible, right? Some of the best advertising they ever got. Thanks a lot, Jimbo. Uh, Nick said, 
if it didn't happen, this girl in question is going to get rich because her picture is all over social media, which, you know, uh, look, I'm just telling you, Nick, I don't care what's going on over there. It's just as wrong. Take somebody's picture and start slapping it all over, you know, social media. It's just as wrong. I don't care what they did. You know, it's the whole he who is without sin, throw that first stone. Who's doing that? I mean, who's got the right to do that to a to a person? You know, whether there's a mistake there on their part or not, I just don't agree with it. You know, just because we just because it happens doesn't make it right. Uh, Doggone said one word that causes all Auburn's dumpster fires boosters. That being said, good luck on getting quality coach to replace him. Yeah, if you make the move now. Uh, Patches of Houlihan said, I'm not an Auburn fan. However, it seems to me that he wants players and staff to do their job. Just another example of the cancel culture. I can't help but wonder that too, Patches. Is, you know, a bunch of the guys, like I said, a, a, a certain portion of the guys transferring out of Auburn and transferring to go to UCF. And what, what was Auburn under Gus Malzahn all those years? Outside of, you know, he was the OC for Newton, and then he's the head coach, and they had that one year where they played Florida State in the national championship game, come up short, and they had plenty of athletes and all, but they, they weren't – you wouldn't just call them like hard-nosed, tough, physical, and you certainly wouldn't have called Gus Malzahn's Auburn program consistent, right? Like they're trying to get consistency. So many comments to get to, but I'm going to head over to the phone line right now, Divinity Equipment phone line on line one. Ready, Teddy. What's up, Teddy? Well, Matt, I have two points I'd like to, well, not points, but two things I'd like to say. Um, Jimbo must have a really, Jimbo Fisher must have a really short memory or think we do too, because he is the very man that went on Paul Feinbaum and said this has been going on for a long time. Now it's just above board. Yeah. Yeah, we played that. Been out of shape about it. Yeah, I played that some yesterday because right. I still had it. In the uh, in the files here, and I put it on the soundboard and hit that clip. And the reason I still had it, uh, Teddy, is because he said it on like December the fifteenth. We're talking about yesterday. I guess right. it was, yesterday it was forty nine days. I guess today, you know, it's somewhere in there, uh, forty nine fifty days. So not even two months ago when he was on fine, and they were giggling and laughing about it. You know, right? The other, well, I guess two two more things. My friend sent me a tweet. I'm not, I don't pay attention to Twitter a whole lot, but he sent me a tweet. I think it said Texas A&M 2017, one five stars, and next year two, next year one. And then it gets down, to, and it says NIL 2022, Texas A&M seven five stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, the, and you kind of stole my thunder a little bit because I've heard you talk about it, but, man, you need a sound bite of that gal from that could say, bring your broom, it's a mess. <laughs> you need a... You need to be able to hit a button at any time you need to and hit that one. And got it. Yeah. Well, we got it taken care of at least for today, right? Until the uh, until something else pops up. But yeah, it's right. a mess. No, thanks, have a good yeah, you too. Have a good one. Thank you for uh, thanks for calling. Um, Bulldog Wes said, "I'm just wondering, Matt, is there statements by Alabama's president being made over their coach being arrested for DUI?" which is also inappropriate behavior. Haven't really heard much else uh, since the day it came out. Yeah, it came out yesterday, Wes, and all that I saw was in the initial reporting. It said Alabama officials say that they are aware of Pete Golding's arrest and that they will, you know, 
have a decision once they gather all the facts or you know something like that. I mean, that's all I've seen about it. But no statement on it. Certainly not the president coming out of some meeting and getting on ESPN and going, there's been lots of rumors, and we're just separating fact from fiction. No. <clears throat> but that's what's going on at Auburn. Now, Robbie here, I want to read this. Robbie on the text line, country pleasing text line, said, Matt, I'm a diehard Auburn fan. This whole thing is painful enough. Now this, boosters don't need to make up stuff. And then he says, usually where there's smoke, there's fire. He said, Bo Nix left for a reason. That's a huge red flag. Uh, listen, 20 different players going back to August the 11th of last year. Going back to August the 11th of last year, 20 different players transferring out. In fact, you could even go, you could say it this way. Check this out. This, this is even to, to shorten the time frame. 19 different players leaving the Auburn program since November the 30th. Okay, so if you go back to November the 30th, they've had 19 different players make the decision to transfer out of there since then. I've heard of attrition before when you have coaching changes. I just don't think I've ever seen that many. Now, this is different. There is name, image, and likeness money floating around out there in the transfer portal, and the existence of the transfer portal is different this year than, than most years. Yes. But 19 guys going back to, you know, basically the beginning of December, that's pretty much mass exodus. It's hard to make that up. And if that happens, you're making that kind of money coaching at SEC school, you've got to hit some home runs in the transfer portal to make that up. And that's probably troubling for Auburn also. More on this in your comments. Stick around. He's going all the way. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. With playoff caliber sports talk, it's the Matt Wyatt Show. Hi, here we go. Back with you in the studio, the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. I'm Matt. Lots of your comments coming up. We had a heck of a conversation going on on the live stream right now on YouTube, and we'll get to some of that. Lots of text messages to get to also from uh, Hog Jowl and Rex and Nick and Jason and all y'all. Let's head over to the phone line right now, though. Dog 75 on line one of the Divinity Equipment phone line wants to chime in on the conversation. Dog 75. Happy Friday to you. Thanks for calling. Happy Friday, Matt. I just read an article in the paper about this receiver we signed out of Tennessee, Caden Pope. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to read that? No, sir. How refreshing to hear high school kids come in and say, you know, I, I want to play receiver, but if Coach Pope, I mean, Coach uh Leach. If the head coach needs, needs me to play defensive back, I'll play defense. He he played uh, defensive back three years in high school and had four interceptions last year. Okay. Six-foot kid. But I just thought it was really refreshing in the me, 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 I, I world to hear from a real team player yeah. for a change. Yeah. That is good. Uh, I'll have to try to go read it. I, I always appreciate that too. You know, um, yeah. as a matter of fact, I've I've got a clip here, and I, I'll bring it later to the show. Um, it, Joe Burrow, who's about to play quarterback in the Super Bowl, you know, won a Heisman, won a yeah. national championship. 
he talks about how growing up, he didn't really want to play quarterback. He wanted to play receiver or be a running back. And uh, how they had to talk him into being a quarterback. You know, I, I'll tell you something. I think, Dog 75, I think p- football players who have the right mentality, regardless of what position they are playing, their mentality is, I don't care. I'll play anything. Just put me on the field. I'll play anything yeah. you want me to play. I think that's the right mentality. Just let me play. Yeah, just get me out there. Who wants to stand and watch, you know? Hey, thanks for the call, and uh, thanks for the heads up. I'll, I'll, I'll look that up. Hey, um, all right, and so back over here on the Auburn thing. This is the ESPN story that has just come out on it. They're covering it. Chris Lowe and Pete Thamel have done some interviews. They got a hold of Brian Harson, the, the coach at Auburn. He's on uh, vacation. It says, as university leaders scrutinize the struggles of first-year Auburn football coach Brian Harson, amid an exodus of players and coaches. See, that's the other thing I didn't mention. It's not just 20 players who transferred out. It's a bunch of their coaching staff. Derek Mason leaves to go to Oklahoma State. Somebody else leaves. Austin Davis came in to be the offensive coordinator, was a part of like one recruiting weekend and said, eh, I'm done with this. And has, you know, he's going to go do something else. Here's what Brian Harson said just a little while ago. I'm the Auburn coach, and that's how I'm operating every day. I want this thing to work, and I've told our players and told everybody else there is no plan B. I'm not planning on going anywhere. This was and is the job. That's why I left the one I was in. Come here and make this place a championship program and leave it better than I found it. That's Harson. Um... Upper administration officials at Auburn, including Executive Vice President and COO, Lieutenant General Ron Burgess, have conducted interviews with some of the people leaving Auburn, So sources told ESPN. At the root of the inquiry, sources told them, is the overall volatility in the program and Harson's treatment of players and assistant coaches. One source said it all gets back to people and the way they were mistreated. There's a reason so many people have left. You just don't see that many people leave at one school, not in one year. And then the quote from the unnamed source, it's a mess. He's a mess. And bring your brooms because it's a mess. I'm bringing my broom because you know why? It's a mess. And it's a mess. Uh, I'll get to some of the quotes from, It's I say quotes, it's social media posts and stuff from players who are staying at Auburn, some who have left. They represent two different viewpoints on this, and, and we'll get to some of that uh, in a bit. I promise I'm coming to your text. First of all, let's get over to Ryan, who's on line two of the Divinity phone. Ryan, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, I, th- I think, I've, I think I've, I've ruminated about this, and this has nothing to do with the Auburn thing. I probably should have called in as Charles Barkley. That would have made more sense. <laughs> but I came up with the uh, I came up with the I came up with it last week, but I forgot to call in about it. I came up with something to uh, fix the fake injury thing. Oh, yeah? What's that? Okay. So everybody's going about this the wrong way. They're saying, how can we spot fake injuries? Mm-hmm. But why Why not come from the uh, let's protect their safety, uh, let's protect their safety uh perspective yeah like if somebody gets hurt uh they have to go out 
for like a yeah. two series. That's where it's going to happen. And, now, and and Ryan, I don't I don't think you're being sarcastic or joking, and and because. I really think that's the angle they're going to go. You even heard, if you listened yesterday to the Mike Leach interview, we talked about his take on faking injuries, and he basically said, yeah, you know, they got to do something. And, yeah, it's probably you sit out a whole series or it's a certain amount of time. And and he kind of, with a, a little cracking little grin, said, you know, it's like, oh, you're hurt? Okay, well, we certainly don't want to make it worse, so you're just going to sit out a little while. You know, and that will probably – End it because then coaches, if that player's got to sit out for the next five play plays or whatever it is to the conclusion of the series, in order to get that player back on the field, you basically have to use a timeout to buy his way back into the game. And they're not going to want to do that. And I think that will be uh, what they will do. It's just, Ryan, they'll have to really drill it down to the specific of what is the – is it a length of time on the clock or is it – to the conclusion of that series. Because like if it happens on third down and it's third and 15, well, you, they're, you're about to punt and now the series is over. So like, how are they going to word that? That's the only thing they're going to work through uh, for sure. But you're right on. I mean, that's what they're going to do. Ryan, thanks for the call. And it is an issue. Just like we said, it's an issue. They got to do something about it. They can't just not do anything about it. So they will do something. And it will be however they do it, whether it's time on the clock, whether it's a certain number of plays, or whether it's to the completion of that particular possession, there will be something they'll put in place where if you are hurt on the field and therefore a timeout has to, you know, we got to call time to get you off, that particular player's out for the foreseeable in the ballgame. And it's all going to be injury worded, and here we'll go. There you go. Good stuff, Ryan. Thanks for the call. Yeah, and Will, I'm going to get to that. Will on Facebook mentioned uh, Read Smoke Monday's post. We're going to read that. First, I'm going to read a couple of texts about it, the Auburn stuff. Uh, Hog Jowl texts the show. He says, Matt, two things, if I may. First, I'm not so sure Jimbo probably shouldn't be calling out other coaches. When we all know good and well, A&M spent big money. The most five stars he's ever gotten was two. Now he's got five this cycle alone. Second, Auburn always gets the calls and the breaks. That's a fact. And I'm not going to feel sorry for them. <laughs> Thanks, Hog Jow. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, Rebel Rex says Auburn just needs to paint the field blue. <laughs> and then it'd be like Boise and everything would be fine, huh? Yeah, and, and Nick, I, I understood, yeah, not what you were saying, but Nick clarifying. He said to clarify meant you would think the girl has a lawsuit if it didn't happen because of what I just said. That's exactly right. You know, and, and it may have a lawsuit either way with certain people on social media, certain websites, certain media. Uh, Jason in Flagstaff said, I know this. Says Harson's wife going on social media and calling everyone idiots certainly isn't helping the situation. Assuming the meetings were in good faith to begin with, that's another check in the no box. What is it? You know, it's Ecclesiastes chapter, what chapter is it? Three? There's a time for this and a time for that. A time to and a time not to. Now's not the time to be getting on there and just tweeting anything, really. Right? 
Right. Jason also said that bring your brooms thing sounds like every political campaign I've ever heard, doesn't it? And it's just a movie. Get out your vacuums, your dust mops, your glass plus, your bleaches, your brasso, wait air freshers. Things are a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> like they need Bonami. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If you go watch the whole, they, he did a this. This is they did like a spoof political ad for that character marty huggins and this is how it started bill listen how it started george washington thomas jefferson abraham lincoln what do these men have in common marty huggins has read about these leaders (laughs) (laughs) isn't that great (laughs) yeah i've seen that movie it really is (laughs) it's funny you don't want your kids watching all of it but uh, no but it is funny uh, Jonathan text the show said, uh, loved your interview with Leach, but seriously, he makes millions a year. You got to get that cough fixed. <laughs> and that's been going on for so long. I don't think anybody has any, you know, illusions of, of him getting it fixed. It's, you know, it's just something we're all going to live with, I think. Uh, yeah. So haven't gotten to it yet. Maybe there's a time for it in the show uh, today. Lots of stuff out there on social media. Tweeted and posted by former players. Uh, one particular who transferred to UCF posted about the, the biggest issue with Brian Harson is he treated them like dogs and talked to them like they weren't people and stuff like that. You know, so you got that kind of stuff going on. I mean, I know this. It's unusual to have that many players over the course of basically two months, December and January. That many players and that many staff members just get the heck out of there, you know, which they have. It's unusual. Can they get it fixed? Remains to be seen. I'm Matt. In the Bureau. Stick around. Now back to the guy who loves his banana pudding. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. Comments on the live stream. Chewmeister says, what this tells me, though, is that the Auburn administration is a mess. Does their AD stay or get fired? Maybe it's a fair question. Back with you in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Jaguars are hiring Doug Peterson as their new head coach, a former Eagles Super Bowl winning coach. They are hiring him. Um, we've had the Auburn stuff going on. We had the Jimbo and the name, image, and likeness and number one recruiting class stuff going on since yesterday. Teddy brought this up earlier, but you know, you heard, right? Like, so. You heard all that stuff yesterday, right? Like Kiffin says, you know, jokingly, is Texas A&M going to have to suffer this luxury tax since they spent so much on their signing class, you know, joking around. And then Jimbo goes off. He's really mad. How dare you? How dare you insinuate that name, image, and likeness was a reason that we signed seven five stars? (laughs) Have you been to a game here? Have you checked out our education? It's the best place in the world to go to school. I'm mad, ticked off, bunch of clowns. How dare they? Well, record scratch. Let's back up 
49 days ago, December the 15th, on the Paul Feinbaum Show. There was a lot of NIL deals going on before, Paul, before all this was going on. They just weren't legal. <laughs> no one told nobody. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> there you go, Teddy. We had that yesterday. So my question is this. Why did we not ask this yesterday either? Okay, It just shows you that even really smart people like you and me, Sometimes it takes 24 hours to really get your thinking revved up. <laughs> I'm sorry for including you in that, but that's the case for me. Mm. But why didn't we ask this yesterday? Why would Jimbo do what he did yesterday and, and act as if it's some sort of insult for anyone to insinuate that their name, image, and likeness, the money they have, the money that they can float through those, you know, kind of things. Why would they, why would he feel as though that insinuation was negative? Why did he feel like he needed to defend it? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's just to stoke a conversation. I'm being serious. What would have been wrong with Jimbo Fisher going, well, you know, it's a, I'll be honest with you. We're Texas A&M here in the state of Texas, a massive alumni base, one of the biggest college, one of the biggest football stadiums in the entire country. Nobody has an atmosphere like us. And when we're good and things have been going good, we beat Alabama this past year. We're not where we want to be. People are on board with our program. And frankly, with the new rules, not so much transfer portal, but yes, with name, image, and likeness. If you're a star on our football team here, guess what? There's a lot of people who want your autograph. There's a lot of people who would love for you to represent their brand. Yeah, so you want to tell us name, image, and likeness was a reason that we were successful in recruiting? You doggone right it is. And it will be next year. Put that in your report so that next year's high school seniors read it. What would be wrong with that? And then everybody goes, well, I'm Nick Saban, and I don't think that name, image, and likeness was the purpose for uh, well, uh, recruiting high school players was the purpose for name, image, and likeness. I don't think that's the way we're supposed to be using it, yada, yada, yada. Well, maybe so. But still there would be nothing to say that they gave money to a high school kid, name, image, and likeness stuff. All they had to do was go, hey, listen, man. I give you my word as a coach and a recruiter. You come play for us with this name, image, and likeness stuff open. Once you get there, you're going to have opportunities with us that you won't have somewhere else. What is wrong with that? Why would he? I guess what I'm saying is I think that would have been the smart thing to do. It would have been the edgy, forward-thinking, intelligent, smart thing to do would be to go, Hey, I'll be honest with you, they can insinuate whatever they want to insinuate. But the potential for name, image, and likeness stuff for our players here, because of the size of our state, the size of our brand, the size of our fan base, and 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 everything else, and our momentum, absolutely that potential was a big reason we were able to recruit the way we did. And we own it. And we're going to own it next year, too. What would be wrong with it? It would be smart, because it's reality. And <laughs> that's the reality. It was. It's almost 
you and I did what everybody else did yesterday. We giggled and laughed with him. It's not like we were like pointing, snickering, like he's an idiot, but we, we giggled and laughed like he's, it's almost like his mind was still 10 years ago. Whenever, like when the Cam Newton stuff was going down. Yeah, Tyler, it's like he forgot that it's totally, it's totally a part of everything now, according to the rules they've put in. <laughs> it's totally a part of it. Tyler said that just now on the country pleasing text line. He says, Jimbo forgot it's legal now, and he let his old reflexes kick in. <laughs> his response should have been, Yeah, we've got deep pockets. And you want to breed us on this stuff, you better bring it. I mean, that's what they've opened this up to. Everybody says it. Everybody knows it. Why wouldn't he? Why, so what's the point? What did he accomplish yesterday by having a faux defense where he's supposedly so hot about it and mad, but he's got it all written down on a note card about like mine right here, and he's flipping through it as he goes through. And it, we, we supposedly got a question about it, but I'm prepared for the answer. I got it written down. Own it. The, it's the rules now. <laughs> it's totally a part of what they have said you can do. Am I to believe that Jimbo Fisher and his staff or anybody associated with A&M in recruiting didn't say this in recruiting, that they didn't go, Hey, listen, you're going to have some opportunities with us. I'm telling you. And, and trust me, we can, you know, Alabama, they're not, sh look at Alabama. They're not, they have never been, you're a five star. You know this. They recruited you. They're not out here shelling out, you know, bags of cash and recruiting because they don't have to. But here's the thing we don't have to either because it's going to happen for you if you come and just get a part of our program. It's going to happen for you once you get there. Look at the size of our stadium. We are in Texas, for Pete's sake. The largest, not to mention in Texas, in the SEC. And got all this, you're going to be fine. You'll have every opportunity. Are you telling me they didn't say that in recruiting? Of course they did. So what was he defending yesterday? Like, what was he mad about? <laughs> Why didn't we think of that yesterday? Bill, sometimes it takes me too long to get to get thinking. It's not the issue isn't that I'll come around and get to it eventually. It's that I want to get to it sooner. <laughs> I think it might be that lack of hair. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's um nothing to filter out all the <laughs> bad stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know, you may be slow, but you get there. That's it. It's not a what do they say? It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And I'm slow, but I'm old. Yeah. Now Drug Dog says by Jimbo doing that, it makes himself feel like he is a true coach, not someone who used the system. It's a self inflation because these guys you know, they think that way. And I, I think um you know, maybe some of that you know, kind of old hat. And, you know, okay, let's look at it realistically. Maybe it was the insinuation that, you know, maybe he took it as an insinuation that they didn't work hard. Well, I mean, they obviously do. And they obviously did. You know, you don't get outworked and, and all that kind of stuff in it. All right. 
<clears throat> Maybe that's what he was defending. I just don't know that he, I just thought it was a little off given the reality of what the, what NCAA leaders have done with all this. And it's not just NCAA leaders, but it's basically the way their hand has sort of been forced uh, legally in these states. Right? These he's laws that He's going to make people think he protests too much. And there may be something going on. He doth protest too much? Too much. Uh, CWR texted and said, Matt, I think it's about ego. He doesn't want to admit that players wouldn't come without the name, image, and likeness deals. You know, maybe that's it. And we've had a couple of people now mention there's like an ego factor in there. And, and certainly, you know, <clears throat> almost by nature, if you've, if you've been around, most, not all, certainly not all, but most head coaches kind of at that level, I mean, there's an ego there that you'd have a hard time fitting it in a midsize, you know? So there's uh, some truth to that. Jimmy says this, and and listen to how he words it on the YouTube stream. He says, these head coaches don't realize that everything doesn't funnel through them any longer. These folks paying the NIL money proudly talk about it. Too many people have reported on the Texas A&M name, image, and likeness deals. I mean, they're all over the place. I've read about them, too. Even like Texas A&M media, you know, Thousands of dollars for exclusive interviews with players. I mean, it sort of is what it is. Why was he on his box yesterday? I just don't understand what he was thinking. Hour two coming up. Stay with me.